Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and I'm with the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is Helken Berg. She's the CEO of Streamo. Streamo is a leading business platform for the cannabis industry that enables operators to scale growth, mitigate risk, manage compliance, and optimize results. Helken herself is a global tech executive with experience focused on software as a service platforms, and she's currently based in the state of Maine. What a beautiful part of the country. Welcome to the show, Helken. Thank you so much for having me. Great. Um, So let's start by learning more about you and your background. Uh, We already mentioned you're in one of the most beautiful parts of the country in Maine. Uh, Tell us more about your experience before getting involved in the cannabis world. Sure. Uh, I spent most of my career in software. I've been designing and developing software primarily for Fortune 50 and Fortune 100 companies. Uh, I am deeply passionate about it. I truly believe that software can make people's lives better and their businesses more profitable. I've had the opportunity to work on some pretty cool projects, geospatial asset tracking software, and primarily also work for international companies, um, which has allowed me to live around the world. Um, But of course, as you said, I'm really happy to be here in the state of Maine now. Um, In general, my career has been focused on bringing second generation and third generation software products to market. And uh, what that means is, you know, in a market where people might be familiar with a handful of software names, I come in with a new offering uh, that upends the market and becomes the preferred software of choice. Interesting. Uh, I know NCIA and various other nonprofits for example, are always testing out various types of project management software, which there's never a perfect fit, right? You can never find the one piece of software that does exactly and only and everything what you need. So it's interesting to try different things and maybe some lesser known types of software um, other than, you know, the top three that, you know, most people use. Interesting. So, what is your reason for getting involved in the cannabis industry? I mean, it's it's still federally illegal, so it's not exactly uh, a jump in, super friendly industry, even though the people are quite friendly. It's federally illegal. There's banking problems. Uh, there's tax issues. What made you decide to get involved in the cannabis industry? So it's been something I have been hoping to do for quite some time. And I honestly say, I don't know why you wouldn't want to be in cannabis. It's the convergence of so many things that I find incredibly interesting and important from social justice to medical, pharmaceutical, agriculture, supply chain, recreation. I mean, it's all there. 
Um, I think for me, uh, the point where I got really, really engaged um, was to your point about people being so friendly. I was able to meet people through a couple introductions. And my very first one was with a COO for a multi-state operator. And he sat with me for four hours in a dim sum restaurant in Boston and just told me everything he could think of about his business and all of his pain points and the ways he wished his business would run, um, you know, about the legal landscape, just so many things. And that to me was an incredibly um, important conversation because it made me realize that each and every time he talked about something that stressed him out or was a pain point for his business, I kept hearing opportunities where I could solve for that with software. Mm. Um, and for me as an innovator, and that's that's the thing that gets me up in the morning, right? I want to make people's lives better. I want to make businesses run better. Um, I knew that what I could bring to cannabis was going to be um, really, really helpful. And also for me personally, really exciting to build. Excellent. Yeah. The industry definitely has a lot of need for software. We all know uh, that cannabis starts with seed to sale technology uh, that's required uh, in most of these states. And then there's supplementary technology and software that enhances these further, depending on what kind of company you have. Uh, so let's learn more about Streamo and how it plugs into the cannabis industry, as well as what's going on with the company. Sure. So the Streamo offering, we're a turnkey business solution, and we support all of the asset management within uh, the cannabis landscape. So that's full inventory management, as well as all of your workflows and everything that leads to compliance. Uh, so that's, we are the underpinnings for cultivation, manufacturing, full inventory management system, compliance. And I think most critically across all of this, we support cost accounting. So that's what lets our clients understand the true cost of doing business um, down to their specific processes um, and workflows. Um, as far as my my personal role within the company, I I came in to help build um, you know a an amazing build up an amazing team. We've got a group of international software experts. We're all you know hugely data focused and usability focused. And I think most critically because of how fast cannabis changes constantly through M&A, through, you know, new states in the United States coming along, online, new countries, um, our offering can support small businesses all the way to enterprise level businesses. Gotcha. Yeah. So in the states that are just coming online soon, uh, where the licensees might be smaller business owners, maybe your mom and pop, there's a certain kind of software that would be most useful to them versus these larger multi-state operators. Is that is that right? It, it is definitely a software that scales with you. So I'd say the, the experience our team brought in, and we've worked on a variety of projects and in other industries, and I think in a good way, we also have members of our team who are cannabis veterans. Um, we've been able to pool our knowledge and come up with an offering that can support a smaller business, but I think most critically would be a software platform that can also serve the very large enterprises. Um, and and I think as businesses combine, right, I think over time, I mean, we already are seeing it, there's going to be a lot of M&A. Mm -hmm. um, it's a type of platform that can stay in place through that, the way we structured our data, not to get into the details, but we were very deliberate um, about that particular business scenario so that you would have total business continuity. So, you know, you can combine businesses, you can acquire businesses and uh, keep one platform in place that can serve your business in whatever iterations it has over time. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, 
I mean, business owners need so much data in order to make these business decisions, everything from what products are selling to how much labor and resources they're using. What what are the various touch points that the software can can support or can tell us or what kind of reports can be generated that would be useful to a business owner on, an, on their day-to-day? So we cover your traditional seed-to-sale sector, right? I think that term uh, can potentially mean different things to different people, but um, mm-hmm. fundamentally from, you know, when uh, a plan or, or a item that needs to be tracked and traced enters your system all the way through to when it exits um, your business. So for the states that where you're vertically integrated, you know, that's quite literally from seed all the way through to retail or dispensary um, in states where it's a little bit, um, you're allowed to specialize, it would be for whatever portion of that um, you operate in. We track all the assets and all the costs. Um, We create workflows so that you can align organizationally. And then I think most critically in real time, you can adapt your workflows, right? Our businesses are changing constantly. The legal landscape's changing constantly. There's all these pressures coming in. So I think what's really important is this is a very accessible software. Um, We find businesses are at two extremes. They're either living off spreadsheets, which is incredibly stressful. Um, It is very, very time consuming and it's really difficult to scale. Um, Or they're struggling through with enterprise grade softwares that weren't necessarily built for cannabis or have been adapted in some way and require massive exports and potentially an analyst or someone internal or even a consultant external to analyze the data. And there's a huge lag between operating your business and actually getting insights um, because of the pace of business. So many cannabis businesses are truly in startup mode, no matter how large they are. They sometimes don't even get to that analysis and get to apply it back to the business. So I feel like the thing we've been able to build is, you know, at your fingertips, readily accessible data and insight into your entire supply chain so that you can understand all of your costs and all of your risks and mitigate those. And I think most fundamentally, you can increase your profits. Ideally, increasing profits at the end of the day. Yes, that bottom line ideally is where we're all trying to get, even with all of these challenges in place with the added requirements for cannabis. Um, I like a, a lot of people in our industry like to say this phrase or maybe not like it, but they know it, cannabis is regulated more heavily than plutonium. So lots of data to track, yeah. lots of data to report, a lot of people to, to answer to. Uh, so the quicker you can have that data for those people when they come knocking or calling or demanding information, the better off we are. So technology supporting us, always a good thing. <laughs> All right, let's take our first commercial break and then we'll be right back to chat more with Helkin from Streamo. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet take-anywhere treat. 
It's time to hemp present. I am going to titillate your audio orifices with weekly radio rendezvous with some of the premier movers, shakers, and history makers of the cannabis community. Radio resident hempo sapien Vivian McPeak. I will be putting out a call to action on the issues of the day and putting your interests under the big lights as I provide cannabis commentary and weekly interviews that go straight for the nugular. Marijuana! Hemp presents only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, with the National Cannabis Industry Association. And we're chatting with Helken Berg from the company Streamo, a software-as-a-service platform company serving the cannabis industry. Uh, so it's very unusual times for everyone right now, uh, specifically the cannabis industry, which it is an essential business, thankfully, in most states. So hooray. Uh, this means keeping our supply chain resilient and smoothly operating is pretty crucial. I've been seeing a lot of changes to how dispensaries operate. Uh, online orders in advance are, uh, are, are picking up, curbside pickup. Uh, we don't have delivery yet here in the state of Colorado, but I believe that's coming hopefully sooner. Uh, So anyway, consumers need and want this product. Uh, The dispensary storefront isn't the only part of the cannabis supply chain. That's just what the customer sees. So there's way more behind the scenes. Let's talk a bit more about that. Yeah, I think uh, the last week's have been, I've seen supply chain more in the news in the last weeks than I probably have in my entire life leading up to that. So I think there's a lot of growing awareness around supply chain, um, which is fantastic. And I think massively helpful to business operators in the cannabis space, um, because I think it, you know, it brings people to the same page to talk about the pressures that are there and, and how to solve for that, both the problems that are here today, as well as ones we're anticipating in the future. I think, fundamentally to make your business resilient, we're finding that this is the perfect time for our clients and cannabis operators to get very serious about their standard operating procedures and about their costs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, cash is always king, but I think it's very serious. It's it's time to get very serious about how you manage that cash as well as how you manage your understanding of what's driving your business in terms of costs, like the true cost of doing business. 
So like, for example, I think um, on a high level, people can understand their cost of goods sold, but you also need to get back to cost of goods purchased, you know, the cost of goods made or grown, as well as your overhead costs, your labor costs, um, you know, leases, anything that's driving, um, you know, what it costs to produce your goods. Um, I think probably something that um, can come out of that if you take the time to get really serious about understanding your costs and your and also codifying your process is really understanding which of your products make you the most profit. We talked about that a little bit earlier. I think um, we're seeing some slight shifts in demand um, to what people are willing to buy curbside versus what they maybe would have bought if they walked into a store. And that even speaks to the wholesale market, right? Quantities maybe in different demand, um, even, you know, different in intermediate goods are in demand right now. Um, so having an understanding of how much it costs you to make each thing will help you to execute um, in a proactive way rather than in a reactive way as to what you want to make, what you want to have on hand. Um, and position you to get in the habit of operating your business in this crisis in a way that's going to serve you not only well to survive this crisis, but also to scale and grow and succeed well after it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I was thinking creatively while you were talking about, um, you know, not only we at NCIA are doing the same thing, we're very busy creating content, but obviously our events have been postponed for a little while, but we're doing exactly what you're suggesting going into our standard operating procedures, reviewing them. Uh, it, it is a time, you know, when we're, we're typically just constantly running and running and running and catching up to ourselves in this industry. And this is actually a time where it is a little bit slower and you can hear yourself think for a moment. Uh, and I was also thinking it's almost like a time when, you're defragmenting your computer. I don't know if anyone does that anymore, but uh, the idea when, when you're just cleaning up, cleaning up unnecessary files, cleaning up um, programs that are running in the background that you don't need anymore, get rid of them, simplify, streamline. Absolutely makes sense. Thanks for that. And I think we're all thinking about how to recession-proof our business. Hopefully this crisis doesn't drag on much longer and, and thrust us into the recessions that we've seen in the past, but managing risks while we're moving forward in the current uncertain times, numbers can be really tough to crunch even in a normal market, but now we're navigating this pandemic. What are your thoughts around what business owners can do proactively maybe to protect and prevent problems in our businesses as we look forward? Yeah. Uh, I think you hit on it. I think the key word is risk. And right now is a great time to de-risk your business. And I think um, to reiterate from before, like having those processes and that cost understanding in place is going to help you empower your entire business to make decisions that help you either scale up or down in critical areas of your business, um, both short-term and long-term. Uh, I also think it's a really important time to de-risk your business in terms of relationships. Um, so with supply chain in general being in its own crisis at the moment, I uh, have challenged our clients and they've been using our system to really examine, you know, 
if, for example, they assemble vape carts uh, and their vendor normally supplies that, you know, there's a, a normal lead time they need, you know, reconfirm your lead times. And does that vendor have a given supply on hand in country, right? So if you're in the United States, can they guarantee an order that you place within the next 60 days? How about the next 120, you know, going on out? And if that vendor, for example, can't guarantee that, who's your backup, right? Who do you want to use? And mm. perhaps there's been a vendor you really liked, but their price point was never quite right. You know, if you have a real understanding of what it costs for you to assemble that vape cart, including the cost to your business, if you can assemble it, right? Like if you can't get the parts you need to do that, um, it might actually in the end make sense to either switch or at least form a relationship with your alternative vendors that maybe do cost a little bit more, so long as they can guarantee that that product's on hand. Um, so I think it's just a way of looking at business right now to understand where your exposures are throughout. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, that goes also with your people, right? You, I think I, we've spoken to a lot of businesses that are using some pretty creative staffing schedules um, that may alter production timelines, uh, that may also just alter how you actually go about doing what you normally do because you have less people in a room um, or, you know, they are spread out more over time. Um, and I think you need to understand the cost of that as well, right? You need to keep everyone really safe. And you also need to understand if something's still worth doing, or maybe you even need to do more of it, right? I, I just feel like, you know, taking the time, as you said earlier, to kind of defrag and understand your business from the ground up, this is the time to do it. Um, and it's not only going to, you know, serve you well long-term, but I think most importantly, Importantly, it's going to keep you in business today um, and keep you positioned to reach your long-term goals. Uh, for example, like if your goal is M&A or your goal is to exit or, or even just simply to create a craft brand with a great following, like work backwards from that goal. Um, there may even be the opportunity right now to accelerate those goals, right? Uh, there's, there's a lot of activity going on right now that maybe wouldn't have happened for another 24 months. Um, and I think the more you're internal houses in order, uh, the better positioned you are to assess those opportunities as they come up. Yeah, interesting. I wonder how much is going on behind the scenes right now in the world that, you know, while people have the extra time, uh, the time to think, they are coming up with some pretty brilliant stuff that will be rolling out over the next few months, I imagine. Just even watching artists and entrepreneurs and what they're coming up with while they're stuck at home or trying to stay home as much as possible. I imagine companies are doing something similar. They're cooking up ideas that, as you said, they wouldn't even have the bandwidth or time or creative energy to even think about for another two years. But right now is this wild opportunity uh, to try to make the best of of an awful time. And I know NCIA is working on collecting stories, and this is happening behind the scenes as well as before the crisis happened. But uh, we're collecting stories about what people were doing 10 years ago and what we're predicting 10 years into the future. Uh, it's NCIA's 10-year anniversary this year, which I'll talk about a little bit more later, but uh, definitely an interesting time to reflect not only on what's happening right now, but also the big picture and the long term. 
Let's take one more commercial break and then we'll be right back to wrap up our chat with Hulkenberg from Streamo. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Fetch your earbuds and stay tuned for some pure pet care conversation. Hi, it's Angela Ardolino with It's a Dog's Life, and I have Hernanda Umana joining me. We're just both so fascinated with how much we've learned since we've been in this pet industry and creating an all-natural product. Because it's a dog's life. I am a huge fan of my guest today, Dr. Bob Goldstein. I have, in my experience, not seen many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's a Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put different celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Cheech and Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur, as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The The Green Green Peak Peak with Richard Zwicky. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio, and we're chatting with Halkenberg from the company Streamo, a software-as-a-service platform serving the cannabis industry. We've been talking a bit about what to do during this time. It's, it's the hot topic, how to manage, how to make the best use of our time during the COVID-19 pandemic crisis that's impacting us all over the world. And I think it's okay to look further into the future and be optimistic that we're going to be okay. But in the meantime, it's very moment by moment. So I wonder what advice you might have for these business owners to not only survive what we're going through right now, but even thrive. We like that phrase, not only survive, but thrive. So how can we come out on top of all this as businesses for our profits, our bottom line, as we mentioned earlier, but also for our people? Great question. Uh, I'd say I'd say probably the best thing a business operator can do at this moment in time is to be bold. I think fear often makes you want to retract and go to safer ground, whatever that may be. Um, and maybe as a counterintuitive as it feels, or maybe it's even ironic, but this is really a good time 
or, and maybe even the optimal time to reorganize and position yourself to scale um, and to maintain a solid cash flow today will position you to do that incredibly well in all, all the years to come. Um, I definitely feel like the current circumstances are unfortunate, uh, but and it's going to create winners and losers in our market. And I think those that mm -hmm. come out on the side of the winners are going to be those that really take this as an opportunity to be bold and make their business even better. Um, I'd say the the other thing that comes to mind for me in terms of um, not just surviving but thriving is to realize that all of this painstaking work in terms of you know creating workflows and creating the analysis around cost. Um, creates a really organized organization and that teams that can organize uh, around common goals function better and grow companies better. And I feel like we all as humans right now, there's so much uncertainty and at the very least, like incredibly unusual circumstances that people are looking for that certainty um, in their teams and in the companies they work for. So I feel like there's this social aspect to that kind of internal organization and optimization that will pay off, right? You're going to get people that are really bought into how you do business and why you do your business the way you do it. And you're going to create uh, not only the foundation in terms of like process and cost and all the sort of like cut and dry topics, but you're, you're going to create an organization of people that are going to be the ones that are going to grow with you and keep your business going for all the years to come. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, makes sense for sure. Yeah, so it's a good time to head back into the cocoon and come back out later this summer, crossing our fingers uh, with bigger, more beautiful, stronger butterfly wings. <laughs> uh, so I, I was mentioning earlier that 10-year, and NCIA's 10-year anniversary is this year in 2020. We were founded in 2010 by our executive director, Aaron Smith and Steve Fox. So we're asking people to reflect back. Where were you 10 years ago? Could you have ever imagined the cannabis industry would look the way it does today? And then also, if you have any predictions for where the industry will be 10 years from now. And while you're thinking about that, I will share that NCIA's 10th annual Cannabis Industry Lobby Days has been postponed and rescheduled for September 15th, 16th, and 17th in Washington, D.C. Congress will be back from their August recess and the presidential election will be right around the corner. Our seventh annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo has also been postponed and rescheduled. It will still take place at the Moscone Center in San Francisco, but those dates are September 29th, 30th, and October 1st. And you can get more information about that conference at www.cannabisbusinesssummit.com. So as we wrap the show, Halkin, any thoughts on 10 years ago and 10 years into the future? Yeah, that was a, a fun exercise to think back. So 10 years ago, I was living between New York City and Berlin, and I was building uh, one of... Um, a really fun software, an asset management software, and uh, managing a couple of different departments within the company I was working for at the time. And it's really funny to think of it, but I was in the midst of writing a memo to convince my then CEO uh, that it would be wise to spend our marketing dollars on a um, not so well-known platform called Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> that is amusing. Yep. Oh, how the times have changed. Yeah. 
Uh, any thoughts about what our industry might look like 10 years from now uh, in the year 2030, which is just wild to think about? Yikes. Uh, yeah. I mean, look, it's a lot of it's guesswork, right? I think, you know, oh, yeah. I, was, I was told coming into this industry that anyone who gave a solid prediction more than six months out was full of it. Uh -huh. So um, I think that's probably <laughs> still pretty fair to say. But, but I think, you know, overall in 10 years, there's some trends that we can, you know, work towards, I think, uh, like it or not, it's cannabis is going to commoditize. Um, and those businesses that prepare for that, it doesn't mean you can't be a small craft specialized business. That, that, that's not what that means. But it means, you know, being prepared to operate with tight margins, um, you know, with some big players in the space. I think um, yeah. any business that thinks about that today and gets ready for that today um, by, you know, really putting together their workflows and understanding cost and, and you know, really dialing in on their business. Those are the people that are going to, you know, we're going to see 10 years from now. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we have run out of time, but thank you so much for being on the show today and sharing your thoughts around the cannabis industry and how we can thrive in the future beyond today. Where can people find out more about your company? First of all, thanks so much for having me. It was tons of fun. Um, people can find Streamo online at www.streamo, which is S-T-R-I-M-O.net, or they can give us a call at 888-787-4661. Awesome. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. Until next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.